I am Jacob Gable. I am Jacob Wirtz. And this is the Untapped Podcast. I freaking love that intro, dude. It's so sick. <laughs> we can put our own little spin on it every time, yep, too. It's just kind of right, funny to right. me. Yeah. So, yeah. What's up, guys? It's good to see you back. Uh, for those of you on video, yes, we are in a little bit of a uh, different studio today. Um, Something like that. We are uh, just a, probably an episode or two that we'll be over here. But uh, there's also some new podcast equipment on the table. Uh, you guys will see it in the clips if you aren't someone that likes to watch the podcast episodes. Um, but we uh, we have a nice little fancy flag with our two logos mm-hmm. on it, so that looks pretty sick. But what's going on, dude? Dude, I'm good. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad. I'm excited for them to see that this on the stories we put up. Yeah, too. yeah, right. But um, <clears throat> really exciting stuff we have going on right now, guys. A little bit of a more minimalistic setup we have going on right now, for yeah. sure. I'd say, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I. I'm kind of enjoying it, actually. Yeah. I feel a little bit more open, so to yeah. speak. So, and it's yeah. just cool to be in a different environment, of course, for, even yeah. if it's only an episode or two. It's like a creative inspiration in yeah. a way. It sounds right. kind of funny, but yeah. yeah. I was literally telling you, you know, earlier today, I was like, you know, whenever I'm able to be in a different environment to do work, you know, whether it's a, you know, someone's house or, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know, a coffee shop or, or, you know, a hotel room or something like that, like I just, I'm able to lock in, you know, a lot oh, better. Yeah. Um, because I think just that new environment, you know, you got new things to look at or not look at, yep. um, you know, the typical distractions that you might have in your own room, in your own house sure. are going to annoy you. Yeah. You guys you know? should have seen yesterday. Uh, I get about eight to 10 texts from this man and he's <laughs> like, he's like, we're on a Google podcast. We're on app, Amazon music. And we're, <laughs> we, we just got a whole new website. We just took over the world. And it's like, it's like, what am, what am I doing right now? <laughs> What's going on? Giving him updates yes. on even more equipment that we're waiting on oh too for podcasts. Yeah. So. And so I, I was like, I was loving it. I was like, this man is bawling right now. And of course I'm at work just sitting there like, really? Like we're, I'm missing out on all this? Working for, for someone else. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was good, guys. Again, th- and this is kind of to show you guys too is that we don't just sit around with this stuff. Yeah, right. we, don't, we don't just mess right. around with this stuff. This isn't just some kind of game to us. It isn't a social podcast or no. whatever. Mm-mm. We've gotten requests like, hey, can I come on? And it's like, what value do you provide? Exactly. That's what we need exactly. from people, and that's that's why this thing is serious to us. This is our baby. This is also a great way to bring stuff to you guys on yeah. clips and whatnot, shorter digestible content. Right. And yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's uh, you know you're exactly right. Like this isn't just something we sat down. It's like yeah, it'd be fun to have a podcast. Ugh, like yeah, no, like we're legitimately trying to do something with this and, and bring value to the listeners and the viewers Definitely. and whatnot. Definitely. And um, you know those numbers just continue to increase for us, and uh, you know it's pretty awesome, and guys. You know, we, we love that and love that support and everything so much. Um, you really have no idea what it means. But it's huge. Anyway, guys, we are going to cover a hot topic today. Something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or at least uh, the media likes to portray it as a hot topic. But something that always seems to be relevant, you know, every few weeks, every few months, it uh, you know, that fire kind of gets stirred up a little bit more uh, regarding this particular topic um, or particular amendment. And so if that doesn't give you the clue, hmm. today we are going to cover the Second Amendment, guys. We're going to cover the the whole argument around the Second Amendment, um, what it actually says, what we think about it, um, and kind of how we how we move forward on this. Absolutely. Um, you know, we preach a lot about being solution-based, and guys, that's kind of what we want to do with this, um, as we try to on all the current event uh, episodes that we, that we cover. So, um, guys, just off the rip here. The Second Amendment in the Constitution is stated as a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people 
to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That last part, guys, let's go over uh, that to start. Yeah, the, the last four words. There. The last literal four <laughs> words in the, uh, in the podcast here. So, the shall not be infringed, right? Shall not be infringed is probably the most, if not the most important four words yes. in the Constitution. Right. Um, because it makes it pretty clear what mm-hmm. the idea was with the Founding Fathers. Right. Um, and what they had in mind with the Second Amendment. Now, this isn't some kind of like, oh, I'm gonna, I need to go get my guns because I need to go shoot them on the range or whatever. Right. The entire idea. So let's let's set the scene here. And it's also not for deer hunting. No, and we'll, and no. we'll get into I, I that. I don't, I don't know who to, like who. I've heard people say it to me. And I literally look them deadpan in the face. Like, yeah, right. you're missing you, the entire point. You don't need an AR to to kill deer. You're exactly you're right. Exactly right. That's not what's it's for. to defend myself. Yeah, exactly. But so let's set the scene here, guys. Let's set the entire idea and context of where 1776 and the Second Amendment came into play. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had just defeated slash dealt with a tyrannical government, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. In uh, Great Britain. Yep. And their empire. And the entire idea of having a well-regulated militia and giving the people the right to bear arms Mm -hmm. was to protect against a tyrannical government Mm -hmm. and the possibility of that becoming a future... The possibility of that in the future. Exactly. Correct? Yes. So... Let's, let's go over that and establish that real quick because you got to understand the context. We had just gotten out of a war with somebody who had tried to tax us out of our minds, mm-hmm. um, who would try to control everything we do just because we were colonies right. and they didn't give us any sovereignty. Right. And we were like, you know, how do we, how do we go again? How, as a citizens, do we offset this in the future? Yeah. Right. Firearms. The same capabilities, mind you, as our military. Mm-hmm. That's the entire idea of a well-regulated yes. militia and the right to bear arms and shall not be infringed. Right. So right. go ahead, words. Yeah, no, I, I think that's exactly right because as citizens, we need to have access to whatever our military does. Now, I don't need a tank necessarily. Like, I don't necessarily need Can I afford helicopters. One? No. Right, right. So that's not necessarily what I mean by those words. But the AR-15 argument is what always comes up. Well, it's a military-style weapon. Anyone who doesn't know about guns clearly doesn't know what they're saying by that because the caliber, uh, a 5.56 or a two two three. The caliber that comes yep. uh, with an AR-15 is not a whole lot bigger than a 22, which is a very small round. Now, it is a bigger round. I'm not sitting here <laughs> going to be an idiot and say that they're the exact same. Sure. However, it's not much bigger, and that's exactly what our military uses. They use a 5.56 round um, with the standard issue M4 that the military uses. Okay, That's what the majority of our soldiers use, um, and there's no reason I shouldn't be able to have access to that. Now, again, this is not just so I can go shoot a bunch of people in the face. That's obviously not the purpose of the Second Amendment. That's not what we are um, saying from our side of, uh, or from our point of view, rather. You shouldn't have to clarify that either. That's a sad, exactly. that's a sad part. Yes. You have to clarify this Exactly. Right yeah. And, you know, people see an AR-15 and they automatically think it's this, like, military, you know, human-destroying weapon. And it's like, just because it looks looks a certain way doesn't mean it's any different than a, another gun right. that shoots a 5.56 or a 223. Correct. Just because the other one looks like a deer rifle doesn't make it any less powerful than an AR-15. Correct. It's the same thing. Yep. You know, as, as, as far as the caliber goes. So, we need to be, be able to have access to those, those types of things. And I'm not saying it's got to be handed out or anything like that. If you can afford it, you should have access to it. Yep. You know? You should also receive the proper training. Exactly. That. That's another thing we advocate for. Yes. Because you have the proper training, the chance of illegal use of it. Right. Which, by the way, all the, the shootings, the mass shootings, right. are people that... 
don't train with them correctly. Right, right. They don't train with them correctly. They have mental illness, etc. Mm-hmm. And they get access to them either illegally or just by uh, some magical way mm-hmm. of them popping up into their yeah, right. their right. possession. Well, and, and, and that's the thing too, guys. You know, what most people, and honestly, I personally believe this, that background checks could be a little uh, more in-depth. So my dad, when he was a kid, his parents owned a Western Auto Shop. And it was kind of a... It was in a very small town, so that that gives some context there. But they they sold everything from car parts to guns. And when someone came in to buy a gun, there was a three-day grace period where I buy the gun on Monday. I cannot receive the gun until Thursday. So there's a three-day waiting period because, think about it, you get, you get into an altercation with someone. You're all pissed off and, I'm going to go kill this person. I'm going to go sure. buy a gun right now and go kill this person. We can go do that right now. It takes... Maybe a half hour to buy a gun right, right. now. As long as your record's completely clean. It, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. An up, uh, an upstanding citizen, it takes about 30 to maybe 60 minutes total to buy a gun right now. Right. It took me It took me about you know an hour or so to buy guns. Exactly. Yeah, like same whenever, thing. If I, if I go and buy a firearm, it takes me about an hour, hour and a half or so. Yeah. yeah. Same thing for me when, I, when I've purchased mine. But back then, there was a three-day waiting period to prevent that initial emotional anger that could be possible with someone trying to buy a gun. Sure. Stuff like that, I think, needs to be needs to be um, put back into place, because what the government tries to do when they you know, we're going to make background checks stronger. Well, what they're actually trying to do is just hide what they're really wanting to do with the guns, which is take them under something like background checks. Right. You know. That, so, was, that was going to be like my devil's advocate point exactly, to it for sure. Yeah. Exactly. So that's where reading the actual legislation that's being uh, uh, proposed. Is very key as as voters. Yep. Because like we've talked about a um, uh, legislation that was in play, where it was it was labeled as a anti child pornography uh, yep. law or bill or it was, know, whatever it was, it was. It was a bill slash. Um, it was trying to become law. Yes. Yeah, suppo- yes. It was technology basically was supposedly right aiming to ban child, child pornography. pornography. Yeah. So at cool. the surface, it's like wow, yes, cool. we need to vote on this 100. percent right. Child pornography is one of the if not the worst possible thing out there, especially on the internet. However, guys, what the fine print says is they're going to survey, surveil everything you do on your phone, on your laptops, on your technology. Well, that doesn't sound so great, right? Yep. Because that sounds like they're spying on everything I do, good or bad. So that's where reading the actual legislation is so key in these things. They might label mm-hmm. it as, you know, we're going to introduce a three-day grace period when you buy a firearm. Or we're going to introduce, you know, just more in-depth uh, background checks into someone's mental health and, you know, any crime potential that they've had in their past or, you know, whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. But then they hide under there in the fine print, you know, we're actually outlawing AR-15s or we're outlawing bump stocks. We're doing or, red, red flag laws, yeah, et cetera, exactly. to, like, to basically, like, pin you as a exactly. threat when you're not yes. really. Yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys real, something real quick about, um, you know, a differing opinion. Mm-hmm. So... My thought process with the background checks in three-day grace period is that is a good in a utopian world. Without mm-hmm. a, with, because, but the problem is with our government currently right now, mm-hmm. I do not trust just a three-day grace period, like you said, uh-huh. them to pass just a clear law saying that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the only issue. Yes. So, so again, that's a different opinion, guys. I like that. I like the idea, but at the same time, and our, for example, no NRA member has ever committed... Any type of like mass shooting or any type of actual crime like that is that correct? Uh, I yeah. I honestly don't know. That, that was the last that was the last but... time I read that correct that statistic. And 
there is like an all-time low rate of people that conceal and carry and people that carry firearms that commit crime. It's mm-hmm. like an extremely low amount. So that's mm-hmm. my only caveat to what uh-huh. you said there because I like the idea because I get it because, I mean, we had somebody like an emotional, recently, hypothetically emotional shooting next to us recently. You know where that is. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. recently that happened. So I like what you're saying there. It's just that right now I don't think it's a possibility to add that in without mm-hmm. them throwing in five other things exactly. behind the scenes. And yeah. that's... And that's- like I'm in agreement there, so it's mm. not even necessarily that we have differing opinions sure. there. It's just, sure. yeah, a hundred percent, our government is not going to do the right thing there and put a very clear legislation in place that says that. Now, us as gun owners, we should be working with other gun owners to give those that are buying new ones training. Yeah, exactly. Anytime we've talked to somebody, or Wurtz and I can definitely advocate for us here. Anytime we've talked to somebody that is a new gun owner, we always say, go and get training, go and understand right. your weapon, go right. and shoot. Every time. Yes. Every time. Because that is a huge factor. Because if you understand your weapon and you're calm and you're collected with it, you know, the emotional aspect to it, the crazy aspect to it, right. and you understand how much of a dangerous weapon it can be yeah, if, right. used, if used in the correct way, right. then you have a certain respect for the weapon. I was just about to say, yeah. if you if you can gain respect for that, then it's not going to be your first response to an altercation. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Because that's what shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. So a lot of times when people get shot, like this situation that you were just referencing here locally, um, I assume you're talking about the bar that in, yeah, yes, locally. Correct, right? correct. So there, there was a murder-suicide at a bar, I don't know, a month and a half ago or so here there's locally. A, there's a possibility of it being emotional. And, yeah. and it, yeah, exactly. So in situations like that where it's just, you know, a heated moment, in this case there's alcohol involved, you know, a heated moment, emotional, a lot of people, their first response is, yeah, I'm just going to shoot you. Like that, that's what gives the second amendment and law abiding citizens with guns like ourselves, like our families, you know, like a lot of people around us gives us a bad name because it's like, see, if you're carrying a gun, you're automatically going to shoot someone. And, no, I'm not. Right. And how few of times does that happen compared to other crime that's from illegal weapons? Yes, exactly. That's a big factor there too. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll just say this cause it's on my mind. If let's, let's say our government, you know, and I wouldn't put it past them, but let's say they go, yeah, we're, we're going house to house and taking all guns. Well, one, a lot of the law enforcement and police are not going to enforce that. Right. They're going to go door to door. Yeah, they weren't home. Yeah, except, yeah, we were. We were eating dinner, but you just don't care because you, you know how ridiculous it would be. Also, logistically, yep. that's just not possible. There's over, what, 450 million guns, I think, legally? Uh, it is, it's something like there. that, yeah. Somewhere yeah. around that number, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. legally. There's a lot of illegal weapons as well coming across the border. Um, from down south, their their estimate is over a million exactly, guns a year. Exactly, yeah. but logistically, you would not be able to take every gun in this country from the citizens. And third, that's a really good way to get into civil war 2.0. Yeah, I mean literally, and like, cause some serious shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some serious damage and and harm and death, it, and it it just that's that's what would happen. Yep, those three things would happen. Yep, you know, and the law and law enforcement guys for the most part they're going to be on our side. You know, there, there might be some, some outliers that see it a different way, um, and, like, that's fine to have that opinion. Uh, but most of the law enforcement and military guys, I would like to think are going to be on our side. On I that. hope so. You know? Um, I would say, too, from those of you listening that, you know, might have, not have the exact same ideas or opinions as we do, um, I would say we're coming from a solution base point like we said mm-hmm. we always talk about solution based words right. and i make a big point of that mm-hmm. and we come from a helpful place too we don't come from a, we just want our guns just so we can go shoot them right. we come from a these actually can be a really good tool 
not just against our government, exactly. which that's the main thing they were for. So let's, right, right. That's, that's already past the point. So that, that knocks the argument off right there. But yeah. again, this solution-based point, for example, I, I posted on my story probably a week or two ago now when the Uvalde mm-hmm. school shooting happened. Mm-hmm. And it was a post that said there's 131,000, rough estimate, K-12 through schools in the United States. Okay. Now, this K-12 through school, 131,000 of them, there's also how many homeless veterans and veterans without jobs. Yeah. What we want to do is in those 131,000 schools is go vet, train, and make sure and arm a previous vet, a yes. vet of our military yes. that is, again, mentally stable. That's right. why I said vet. Right. Because that's, that's the key thing, too. There's, there's a lot of soldiers and yep. just past military guys that wouldn't be able to handle that type of right. a job. And, and, right. we, and we acknowledge exactly. and respect that as well, guys, here in this point. However, for the most part, the guys that would be capable, I would assume, would love to know that their job is defending children. Absolutely. They would absolutely be all over that. Again, mentally you know? mentally checking right. for stability with these people. Right. And so that's, that. And that's where a, a sizable process of background checks and mental health checks and all that kind of stuff comes into play. Well, I mean, it's a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. I, mean, you, I would assume you have like a that kind of check at a job usually. Like they do right. a background check on you at every job you Especially have. Especially one that involves... Caring, 100%. You know. So that's a big that's a big factor, guys. Mentally stability checking and background checking these vets that come in. Mm-hmm. Now, so we get them to all 131,000 schools. One at each, at least. Mm-hmm. Right? We pay them 75 grand a year. This is from Sean Whalen, by the way. I cannot hold credit for this post. Mm-hmm. We pay them 75 grand a year. That comes out to about $9.8 billion mm-hmm. a year. Wait, where's that money coming from, dude? Because we keep sending it to Ukraine. Wait a second. Yeah, we're out of money, apparently. Yeah. So that's a big thing, guys. We, <laughs> sent, we sent $40 billion to Ukraine. Right. Yeah. So we sent forty billion dollars to Ukraine. That, that's I don't even think that's the total. Actually, last time oh, I checked, I'm sure it's I think we have more than that. Yeah. So, but we can't send nine point eight billion dollars to have a solution for our children in house to our own country to our own to country. Our own exactly. Yeah. And again, here's another thing. So let's position off that. So there's our solution there for you guys. Here's another thing about firearms as well. Mm-hmm. One, most firearm deaths slash accidents are caused by handguns. So it's not right. even AR-15 assault right. rifle styles right. assault rifle. Yeah. Again, in, in uh, quotations. Also, AR does not stand for assault rifle for anyone that doesn't know that. No. It stands for Armalite rifle. Right. So. <laughs> not assault rifle. Exactly. Let's just clear that. So, these military style weapons you keep talking about do not account for a majority of the gun right. casualties of any sort. So, mm-hmm. handguns do. But, take into account too that most of the gun casualties and gun you know deaths, whatever you want to call them, gun incidents, come in the inner cities gang in gang violence mm-hmm. and they also come in suicides a good portion yeah. of them come in suicides right again you can go on the fbi check these statistics if you want me to mm-hmm. go find them again i'm saying majority here i'm not giving you exact numbers because i'm not going to speak on the exact down to the one number on mm-hmm. this because i know suicides are the majority of them gang violence right after that and handguns account for a lot of that right, right? and that's just something that is not talked about at all in the media and it's obviously on purpose because the media does not have uh, the correct intentions, as we all know, um, but is gang-related violence. Like, let's yep. talk about building up those inner cities, Chicago, St. Louis, Los Angeles, all of those cities. Like, let's talk about those issues because, guys, we have a post here um, pulled up from Instagram. Nearly 400 kids under the age of 16 have been shot in Chicago within the past year and a half. However, the media insists that the lives lost in school shootings matter most. Now, guys... 
school shootings. It's it's horrible. Horrific. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't have children, but I plan to someday, and I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Okay, so let's just get that right off the bat. We are not. I can't imagine because like, I'd be going in the school killing the guy. Yeah, myself. exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, but the media doesn't talk about those 400 kids under the age of 16 in Chicago that have died in the past. You That's know, just in Chicago, by the way. Literally just in Chicago. Let's talk about St. Louis, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those of you in St. Louis. We know how bad it is here. Right, right. So the fact that we don't even talk about trying to build up the inner cities, like legitimately working on that, because, you know, what the Democrats try to do and the left side tries to do is promise certain things, like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring money, we're going to bring, you know, good people and schools and build up the the communities in the inner cities. That's great. Yes, let's do it. Uh, psych, that money's actually just going to be for us. Exactly. That's the problem. It, it the, is a corruption with it. Again, it's, and we talked about it too, is like a lot of times the cities are left run. That's just the fact right. of the matter. Right. The, most cities in the U.S., I don't I'm, I don't know if there is right run cities, like big cities, I mean, like over 500,000. Uh, not, not that I'm aware of anyway. There is a good, most of the portions of those bigger cities, over 500,000 people are Democrat run. Maybe Florida run, right? or Texas. So, maybe. Maybe. Somewhere, but... Um, you know, honestly, I, I don't even know. Exactly. I, that's the thing, too. But continue. But we what we really need to do is talk about, you know, gang-related violence. And and if we, you know, are taking guns away from law-abiding citizens, we can't defend those inner cities like we need to. I mean, guys, think about it. Again, from this same post on Instagram, we defend our president with guns and with people that know how to use those guns correctly. We defend celebrities who you know pay for private security and stuff like that with guns and with people who know how to handle them. We defend our banks, our courts, our judges with people uh, with guns and who know how to use them. Jewelry stores, even sporting events, music festivals, you know, big concerts and stuff like that. We put people in place with guns and how you know people who know how to use those guns correctly. In, in place to protect the people within those zones. Here we are at schools, though. We have signs that just read, you know, oh, this is a gun-free zone. Yep. Yeah, that sign is definitely just going to prevent a shooting, for sure. You know? That's a big factor, like, too. And it's like, it, we, we have this idea that somehow, if we utopian take away all the guns in our country, that somehow there won't be illegal guns that come in. Like, we just talked about how over a million of them come over the border each right, year. Right, And so it's not realistic to think these mentally unstable people, these criminals, mm-hmm. are going to be the ones that follow the laws. It's just not going to happen. No, it's just not. That, it, that's, that's not a realistic thought. Because the people that gun control, that follow the laws, they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. I'll listen to that law. I won't, I won't buy a bump stock. I won't do. Mm-hmm. I won't buy a magazine that carries 30 rounds or whatever. Right. The only people that listen to those, again, are the law-abiding citizens. Right. Right. That's it. So it's not the ones who are committing the crimes. We say law-abiding for a reason. And it's, it's just, we've talked about this for years with gun control. And the thing is, it's unreal because they continue to try to push this stuff mm-hmm. when we just dealt with how much BS from them for the last two to three years now. Right. That's, you, you can't, you can't, Tell me that what happened in Australia, how there are gas and citizens whatnot when, during riots, mm-hmm. and how they're locking them up in quarantine camps, whatever you want to call yeah. them. We've heard the word camps before, I think. Yeah, and it's like it's a, you can't you cannot actually believe that I'm an, as a as a firearm as as a gun owner or the rest of the population of the U.S. that is a, that is owns firearms is realistically going to believe 
that the government means well with this. It, runs, it, it just doesn't. Right. Like, it, that's not a realistic thing. That's what you got to understand for us that are on the side of the, the 2A and the Second Amendment guys is that mm-hmm. it's, we do not trust the government in any realm. Right. And, I, I mean, how, how do you? Right. Well, and, it, and if you're still, like, not understanding why we don't trust the government or why people on our side of this don't trust the government. And again, guys, like, I don't necessarily consider myself, like, a Republican but I certainly have more conservative values and views, and there's a difference there. Sure. But people on this side, like the reason we don't trust the government, like look what happened the past two years. Look at what happened in Australia. When, when, you know, oh, well, they take all the guns. There's no mass shootings in Australia. Canada. In uh, Canada, yeah. Uh, well, guess what? They were just controlled and or are being still controlled by a tyrannical government. I mean, literally, those people don't have rights. Yep. And also... Like, just because you take guns away, it's not like violence just stops. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. like instead of getting shot, you'll get stabbed. Pretty sure being stabbed is going to be worse than getting shot. Yeah, you're just going to be gutted, bleeding everywhere. Yeah, exactly. That's what you really want to deal with, I guess. At least, like, you <laughs> take a bolt to the head. Yeah, again. right. But, anyways, guys, the entire the entire point of the matter is the tyrannical government aspect. Mm-hmm. Because the Second Amendment allows us the freedom of the other amendments in the Constitution. Right. That is just the truth of the matter. I mean, yeah. look, we're not some crazy gun crazed dudes or something yeah, like that. Right. I love I love firearms, don't get me wrong, because I love learning how to respect the weapon exactly. and really learn how to shoot that thing right. Right. And that's the thing is whenever I get a new firearm, I don't I don't get it until I can I, I don't shoot it until I really can actually do my own research and then understand it and then yeah. also talk to people that do know how to use this firearm sure. as well. Sure. That's a big factor. And so you can't realistically believe us who though I mean, I ask pretty much everybody, do you trust the government? And they're like, no. And it's like, that's the Second Amendment right there. Exactly. That's the end of the argument. Do you, right. trust, do you trust the government? No? Okay. There's the Second Amendment. Right. And I guarantee you, like, 85 to 90% of the population does not trust the government. Yeah. At I least. would agree with that. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And the thing is, those that are on, you know, the, the super far progressive left side, even they don't trust the government. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't trust the government because they of the Roe v. Wade stuff and all this other right. stuff on their side that they get kind of emotionally attached to. But... Mm-hmm. That's their views, but they don't trust the government, and then they go ahead and then turn around and say, like, we need to get rid of guns. They right. don't understand that's what even holds the government back from putting them as their slaves, pretty much, too. Exactly. It, the entire idea is because we just got out, the entire context of the Second Amendment is because we just got away from a tyrannical government in Great Britain mm-hmm. for us. That mm-hmm. is the entire thing it's based off of. That is the entire thing it's been based off of. And a disarmed population is a controlled population. Exactly. And I think it's funny, too, when people, you know, well, when the Constitution was written, you know, that was 200 years ago. So it doesn't, you know, it's not relevant today. Are you serious? Like, like think about, okay, yeah, those guys were not, you know, in the same clothing and didn't have the same type of weapons that we have now and the same technology. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 you're 100% right. It was 200 years ago. Uh, but listen to that text. I mean, we just read the Second Amendment there. And a well-regulated militia, a.k.a. citizens, yep. okay, being necessary to the security of a free state, defending your freedoms and mm-hmm. your rights. That's what that a means. A free state means a free country. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The right of the people to keep and bear arms. I have access to buying firearms. That's what that means. Shall not be infringed, a.k.a. cannot be taken away. Yep. Cannot, not shouldn't be, cannot be taken away. That's what, that's what the Second Amendment means in layman's terms. You know, so we just broke it down real quick. Like, we're talking to a five-year-old. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, literally. That's what, that's what it was meant to be, though. They, exactly. They, just because there were some fancy government dudes or whatever that decided right, to, you right, know. Right, right. <laughs> they decided to write it like it's that. It's very so. hard for people to understand, I guess. Which, like... That was our language back times, then, too. Yeah, that there was are, literally their language back absolutely. then. Absolutely. There are times yeah. where I have to, like, look up definitions of certain words to just fully understand sure. that language. Sure. But I feel like that one's pretty simple. 
I mean, honestly, it's pretty simple, you know. So that's what I've got on the issue. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's it's not really a complex one for me. No, I don't think so either. It it really like I and again, I don't get emotional. I talk to people about it. Right. I'm like, look here, Mm -hmm. and I just feed them what we just said right there. That and just like it does, it all comes down to: Do you trust the government? Do you trust the government? Like that. That's the one question you need right right there. Right. And more often than not, you're gonna say no. You know. So I mean, I hope so, but yeah. It's just. you know, it's a very like hot topic, but it really doesn't need to be as hot as what it is. No. Because you're exactly right. It's a very simple concept to understand. And I think most of the people that are very anti gun also think that guns kill people. Mm. And, you know, I could I could set my, my nine millimeter here on the table while we record this whole episode and I'm pretty sure it's not gonna kill anybody. Now if I pick it up and pull the trigger, that's gonna kill someone. I killed the person. You know, if I kill someone with a butter knife, right. Do butter knives now just kill people? No, they don't. I killed that person. Right. And drunk drunk driving incidents, that type yeah, of stuff. Exactly. All, all of a sudden, it's the car. No, yeah. it's the person. Oh, so, you know, my yeah. Ford kills people now? Yeah. It, it's it's not really... And the thing is, too, is that it's a hot topic. And it being a hot topic, the media wants it that way. So, right. we just are lost when we discuss it. It's exactly. just we yell at each other. Right. It's like, sit down and here, listen to me. And I'll listen to you. Right. Because I get it. I, you see these horrific school shootings yes. on the news. It looks horrible. Let's have a discussion about it. Right. Because we have to. If we, if we actually want to tr- solve things and bring up solutions and have nuance-based conversations, it has to be breathe. Right. I get it. It's scary. It's scary stuff. But mm-hmm. we need to sit there and hold on. Yeah. We'll talk about this. Exactly. We'll handle it. Yeah. So. No, 100%. Guys, that's um, that's kind of our overview um, of the Second Amendment. Um, we are very passionate about keeping this country what it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it's not even the the Trump slogan of make America great again. No, like we just need to make it great. Yeah. Because we haven't lived up to our potential as a country. Even when it was flourishing before we were really, you know, adults or even alive, you know, even even then it, it wasn't living up to the potential of what this country can be, Definitely. what these people can be, what we can all be together. You know, and that's what we want, guys. That's what this all comes down to. You know, again, we're not crazy gun dudes and just, oh, I'm going to get a gun just so I can shoot it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Like, I want it to protect me, my family, and my loved ones. Like, that's that's what it comes down to, you know? So, that's kind of our overview of the Second Amendment. Yep. Um, with any questions or comments about that, guys, or, you know, you want us to see a point from another side, guys, bring it to us. Seriously, we're not kidding about having conversations with this. Just the other night, we had a, we had a conversation with a couple of our buddies about just not necessarily hot topics, but just about topics that we sort of had different views on. Yeah, and we and we're passionate about. It. And we were passionate, but it wasn't an argument. But it was logical. And guess what? I'll go tell those guys I love them, just like I would have before that. Yep. Like no big deal. Yep. So, uh, Gable, I believe you have um, a submitted Q and A question. Is that right? I do. All right, hell yeah, I do. Let's hear it, man. So my question for you, words is: When you walk up on a person, primarily a girl in this case, for the most part, okay. obviously, like in your in your case, like Peyton. Sure. What is the first thing you notice on them? Or what's uh, the first like, thing you notice on her? Like a physical trait? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, and this, honestly, for me personally, this applies to pretty much anyone, new person I meet. Um, I notice their eyes and their smile. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Those are the two biggest things that I that I notice. Um, and I think it's funny because anytime, well, what do you see? What's the first thing you look at on a girl? And people automatically just like sexualize that question. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Legitimately, the first thing I notice when I'm actually meeting this person uh, is their smile, their eyes, and just 
how they how they talk to me. Mm. You know, are they looking me in the eye? Are they looking down? Are they fiddling and all this stuff? You know, like can they hold a conversation meeting a new person? So that's that's kind of what I see is the eyes and the mouth. That's yep. what I'm that's what I'm paying attention nice. to. Yeah. Nice. What about you? If it comes to just any person, I would 100 percent agree. Like a a solid smile or just like. Yeah, it, it just a soft smile like that is always appreciated. If uh-huh. that makes sense, yeah. because it makes you feel very comfortable around somebody. Yeah, definitely, and it makes you feel like you can instantly have a conversation. Yeah, with especially like active listening yes. off the yeah. rip, like boom. And I if, can if, definitely if, do if this. I'm actually going actively to talk to you know a girl in this case or whatever, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like a, a soft face. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Like not like a all frowny and that type of stuff. Because yeah. naturally, I mean, having you know a soft face, like a good smile, and whatnot, being able to talk to a girl like that, it makes conversations you know about dating whatever anything so much smoother because you feel mm-hmm. so, so much more comfortable yeah definitely it. and that goes for any person i would 100 percent say too but it's like yeah and especially especially with a in a, the case of like a dude meeting them i think a good handshake is huge I, for me dude i was about to say that yeah. yes yeah that you can tell a lot about a person and especially their confidence in the way they shake a hand definitely like a hundred percent definitely it's, yeah. I, I, I don't know something about it is just so um how do I put this? Like deal ceiling in a way with, yeah, with the person. Yeah, yeah like kind a, bi- of, a business meeting, ba- ba- business deal. Basically, it's like it's like, man, I, I respect this dude. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. No, I think those uh those are good ones there that we nice. just said. So, anyway, guys, um, that is episode twenty six for you. Um, with any questions, comments, um, differing opinions, or anything like that regarding the Second Amendment, um, or maybe what you see first in a person too, let us know. Uh, reach out to DMs on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Guys, yep. we are also now on Amazon Music as well. The podcast is. Um, Google Podcast should be up in the next few days. It's just like processing or something like that. Sure. And still working on Apple Podcasts because um, I know we have a lot of people that want us to be on Apple um, Podcasts because I know it's a really popular yeah. um, place that people listen to podcasts as well. So anything we can do to make the listening and viewing experience better for you guys, we want to. Um, so please bring any anything to us. Uh, through the DMs or or whatever, or in person, you know? Yeah. So until next time, guys, that's episode 26. We'll see you soon. Peace and love. Take care, folks.